Hello, and welcome to season two of Sex on the Table, the podcast aimed at creating a healthy blueprint for millennial relationships. I'm your host, Moandra Johnson, sex and relationship therapist, and joining me today is Jave Fry-Nakarseva, sex educator. Today, we'll be debunking the great battle of sex toys in partnered play. another episode of sex on the table i'm here with another amazing cohort member i'm gonna have to find another word for you all because everybody's just so amazing um <laughs> but this right here is my cohort member Jave, um and it's actually my favorite cohort member story because i knew her before i knew her um so you guys all know that i went to thomas jefferson in philadelphia um and Jave went to widener so when I was first starting up Sex on the Tables podcast, I looked up like little, you know, sex therapists in the area. I was all in LinkedIn. People that were just like into the field in some type of way. I came across your LinkedIn. I was like, oh, she works at a sex store. Oh, I got to get her on there. Um, and I remember like, you know, we were supposed to link up. Things didn't work out. But then fast forward to the first semester of my PhD program, Javay is in my class. So I was like, what the heck? <laughs> Um, so life is crazy, but I'm so glad to finally have you on the show. Uh, this is somebody that is, I was telling her earlier, like I would tell all of my family members, I'm like, let me tell you about my classmate because she is like a trailblazer. So Jay, let me let you introduce yourself and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Javeda Bay, aka the Millennial Sexpert, and I am a sex educator, content creator, writer, activist, academic, spicy accountant, all of the things because I cannot just pick one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, I cannot pick one thing to just do. Um, but yeah, I actually did used to work in a sex shop. I've started in sex ed in sex shops. So like that's like it's my sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that actually goes into exactly what we're talking about today, guys. I don't know if you uh, watched the Nick Cannon show or not, but he has some interesting thoughts on there and I'll just share them with you guys. Uh, so Nick Cannon basically said he doesn't like sex toys in the bedroom and he sees them as competition. Um, he said, I'm a pleaser. And if I'm not the one pleasing, then I don't need another object in the room. So, you know, we're going to dive into that. That is a lot of people's perceptions and even with sex on the tables and selling toys and, you know, getting questions and stuff in our DMs, like a lot of people ask us about that or feel that type of way. And Javay, I know that you, you've you probably had experience with that as well. I have had so much experience with people being like, no, like we don't need sex toys. Like our sex life is fine. Like, why would you need a sex toy? You got me, yada, yada, yada. And my, my immediate response is like, why, why do you think it's about you? It's not, it's, like, not, it's, like, it's not about you. It's not to say like you aren't doing great in bed or like you there's a problem with you. It's to say like we could be doing so much more. It's yeah. not that you're not enough, but there are endless possibilities with a sex toy. You are only capable of so much as a human being. And I promise you, you will never move your tongue as fast or your fingers as fast as a vibrator can. So like 
it's not even equivalent. But everybody's always like, why would you need that? You have me. And like, I can do X, Y, and Z things for you. You can't do X, Y, and Z things to me. And you could also do X, Y, and Z things with this. Like, if, if the whole point is pleasure, why are you trying to minimize how much pleasure can actually be achieved? Wow. I mean, and honestly, within sexuality and a lot of the stereotypical relationships we have, there's a lot of different ways that society puts like that glass ceiling on sexuality and pleasure. And I always tell folks like, yo, if you can have explosive sex, like if you if you are if you think you're already having that, that's cool. But let's say you're having explosive sex, like let's put dynamite in there then. Like, you know, like let's level up. You know, we life changes, we all get older, our bodies change and different things happen. But who wants to be having the same sex from, like, let's say their early 20s until, like, their 70s? Like, shit gets old. So throw throw something in the mix. Truly, like, shake it up. But also, like, as you said, like, your body changes. Also, we are not always in the same mood. Like, you and your partner may not always want to do things at the exact same time. But if you still want to get intimate with them without actually having sex... You can use sex toys and be like, oh, actually, I don't want to dick you down right now, at least not with my dick. I'm going to dick you down with your favorite dildo instead. And that way, I don't got to get it hard and get it up when I'm not in the mental headspace to do that. But I can still give you the pleasure that you're looking for. Like, there are just times when, like, things do not align. And if you want to, like, circumvent that and not end up with one of y'all being like, oh, now I'm upset because we're not fucking. No, you could be like, okay, well, you don't want to have sex this way. Are you open to maybe, like just using this vibrator on me and then still giving me pleasure without you having to exert as much energy. Like there's so many different uses of sex toys outside of you're not doing it for me. Use this thing. Right. Exactly. Um, And I really just want this episode to be breaking that whole stigma that because someone throws a sex toy into like partnered sex, that there's a lack of, or we're competing with the vibrator this small, you know, like that is, I, I thought that's obs- absolutely not the case. And Honestly, that thought process, there's a little insecurity in that, right? So when you and your you and your partner can both be getting pleasured and, you know, optimizing the experience, it's more like a competition. But yeah. just having fun and changing it up a little bit and exploring, like, that's what sex is about. Making it, having, you know, giving it your own meaning and making it what you want it to be. Truly. Also, the stigma just, like, further perpetuates, like, the pleasure gap. Like, we know that... If you have a penis, more than likely you're getting your nut, you are getting your orgasms. And mm-hmm. if you were sleeping with someone with a vulva, you are more than likely, if you don't, if you're not caring about their pleasure, you're not providing them pleasure in the way that's going to get them to have an orgasm or climax or experience as much pleasure as you are. So the idea that like using sex toys is bad perpetuates the stigma that is just going to keep the pleasure gap alive. And it's like, wh- wh- what for what reason? Like, or you could be like, hey, I know that me just shoving something inside your vagina is not going to be as pleasurable as stimulation on your clitoris. So to make it better, I brought the sex toy for both of us to use together because I know that clitoral stimulation is amazing. Like you're just perpetuating the stigma that you don't understand human anatomy and you don't understand female pleasure or what the clitoris is or why it's there or how it functions or how to touch it. That's literally, that's what it's perpetuating when it comes Come to that. On, and just in case this went over you guys' heads completely. Javay is referring to the pleasure gap where sort of a heteronormative phenomenon. Um, but if you are somebody with a vulva, most likely, I believe the number is like 73%, I think. 73% of vulva owners are somewhere in the high 70s um, need clitoral stimulation to reach orgasm. Yeah, so by being like, you don't need sex toys, you got me 
I'm just going to penetrate you and then just like be done once I get mine. Also, further perpetuates a pleasure gap because the refractory period between um, folks who have penises and folks with vulvas, if you, once you orgasm with a penis, you need a good break before you can go again. With a vulva, you orgasm and you're like, cool. And another, I would like some more, sir. Like literally, he's going. So it's like, it fit, literally scientifically, physically, it is very difficult. Like you have to train yourself to be able to keep up with the amount of orgasms that a vulva can have in comparison to a penis. So it's like, why would you not want to continue to offer your partner pleasure? And if you can't do it physically, why not use something to make that possible? Like, it doesn't have to be a one and done thing. And I think that's also part of the problem. It's like, it's been ingrained in us that it's supposed to be like, oh, you had an orgasm, this whole thing's done. But I'm like, it doesn't have to be done. We create our own rules around sex. So if you're like, actually, I'm not a one and done girl. I'm like a six and done girl. Like I would like six orgasms before mm-hmm. I call this love session done. So if you're my partner and you're like, okay, well, I ain't got like six rounds in me, whether that's like digitally or penally or however, you be like, but I can get you those extra two, those extra four rounds with a sex toy. Like bring your top four favorites and I'll rotate through them. Like I'll make this a wonderful experience for you. Yeah, but like that sounds fun. I don't know about the listeners over there on the other side, but I'm like, man, you coming with the big energy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Like, like, I don't it, got you, but I got you. Right? Like, it, the whole point is that this is supposed to be an, a pleasurable experience. And experience does not have to be five minutes long. Experience, experiences last a minute. If you want it to be a memorable experience, it lasts a minute. Like, you, why do you think Marvel out here putting out two-hour movies? They want you to remember this <laughs> oh, stuff. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you remember the good stuff, and the good stuff lasts longer. Like, sure, you remember, like, them short, sweet moments, like, yeah, but you more so remember those things that had them great details. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. add the extra details of sex toys instead of being like, do you want to be remembered? Because they were like, yeah, no, it was not fun. They couldn't figure out where my clip was. It wasn't doing nothing right. I didn't orgasm. I didn't even find it pleasurable or enjoyable in any way. Is that what you want to be remembered for? Or do you want to be remembered because you were like, yeah, I want you to roll up with a backpack for your favorite toys, bring them with you. Don't forget your lube. I got mine too, but I want to make sure you, I got the good stuff for you. Like, what are you afraid of? Yeah. Showing that you're competent and that you care about people. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that sounds like a challenge, y'all. <laughs> hey, look. Okay, but sis, I want to get into a little bit response cycles, right? So that pairs really well with the pleasure gap. Um, and just the understanding, like, okay, so earlier you said you might not be able to go six rounds, but maybe using a toy could aid your partner in getting there, reaching that orgasm, right? So with response cycles and vulva owners, it literally takes maybe about a good 40 minutes. I would say about 20 to 40 minutes to get completely warmed up where all of the things have aligned your, your brain. That's the biggest um, sex organ, but that has communicated with the rest of your body. And like, we are hot. What is it? Hot, hot and ready? Like hot, pizza? Heavy. hot and heavy. Hot ready to go pizza. <laughs> Little Caesars. We are hot and ready. Um, and sometimes when I tell my client, oh, Little Caesars. <laughs> sometimes when I tell Oh my God. But sometimes when I tell my clients about this, they're like, what? 40 minutes? Yeah. Because in the response, like I always explain to people that like your uterus is completely tilting up to vibrate. That's what happens in that orgasm. So if it's sitting like this and you need a full like warm up session for it to lean up this way, 40 minutes 
you know, that's more than enough time for the body. Like you, that's great. So if you want to help get into that or even like speed up that process, throw a sex toy in there, help them, you know, get through at least some 20 minutes and then you can throw yourself in there or whatever else is next in that experience. Yes. But like, it's, yeah, I th- also think that's part of the problem. I feel like so much of like what we know about our bodies, it cuts out mm-hmm. the actual math and it's like, Oh, yeah, like, I kissed you. You were wet. Also, wetness is not a signifier that you're ready to go. That does not make you hot and ready. That just means that there's a lot of things. Also, most people don't know how to distinguish the types of wetness. And I'm like, broski, that was discharge. I'm not wet for you yet. Like, my body's just naturally doing its thing. So you have to understand all those parts. And if you know that, like, it takes more time, using a sex toy is, like, cool. Because I can, I have to, like, do, like, vocal warm-ups before I can really go down for like more than 10 minutes so you know it's the body can only do so much so using a sex toy is going to compensate for when you're like bro I can't keep fingering you for 20 minutes longer because I'm gonna get carpal tunnel yeah I get tired from typing a braiding hair so you know come on now (laughs) seriously though okay so let me ask you this in your experience all the different hats that you wear why do you think people are intimidated? We've given a lot of different reasons, but what do you think is the main thing you hear all the time or just your opinion? I think the biggest reason why people are intimidated is because society, pop culture, media has perpetuated this idea that like you as an individual have to be enough just as you are. You can't have bringing, requiring more or bringing more to the table that's outside of what you naturally come with is a less than signifier, but that's not true in any way, shape or form. Like, it shows that you're smarter and you also are not going to overcompensate or push yourself past your capabilities. Like yeah. if you know, like, okay, I cannot provide X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm sorry, would you try and completely rebuild your car if you've never been a mechanic before and you don't know how to do those things? No, you would I take it to university, but you're right. You're right. I, you're going to go and try and get those tools, AKA somebody else to do it that can. So yeah. same goes in the bedroom. Like, you know that, okay, I can't, to provide exactly all the right forms of stimulation or the things that really like get my partner going, I'm going to go and get the things that I know will do that. And I think it's also a part of it is because people think that, oh, well, they want something that like humanly is not possible. Like I can't vibrate. That is correct. You can't, and that's okay. And we're not saying that what you provide is not good enough, but it's saying that the variety of it, like variety is the spice of life, y'all. So Would I rather stick to the same like circular motion on my clip with your one fucking index finger? Or would I like to be alternated between different vibration patterns and your fingers? Like at different points, you want different things. So it's it's just that people are afraid of like variety, I think is uh, the simplest way of putting it. People are afraid of like, oh, if I step outside of the usual, that means that something's not working. But I'm like, no, if you step outside of the usual, it's going to get better. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, okay, so just going into the better, what do you think are benefits of using sex toys? Oh, actually, like getting creative in your sex life instead of having the same monotonous sex, you're like, we can do some different things. Because I feel like, especially once you get into like longer relationships, it's so easy to like, we're in a routine of like, okay, well, sex on t- Tuesday nights after we watch Abbott Elementary, like, in the missionary position just like works for us we're going to keep it up or you'd be like 
we have sex on Tuesday nights. Yeah, that's what we do. And then I randomly surprised my partner and I was in this new lingerie set on freaking Wednesday afternoon after they got off a work meeting. And then I was like, I threw a sex toy in their lap and then we did some stuff in the office chair and then we moved to the kitchen and like, we just did all the stuff that we didn't even know we was wanting to do. Like, explosive. <laughs> and it also like shakes up the norm, which in the world that we currently live in, we are stuck in a holding pattern of a routine of like, wake up log on our computer, work, be miserable, maybe remember to eat, cry a little bit. <laughs> it's good to oh, have some- work again the next day. <laughs> yes, like it's good to shake it up. Um, another benefit is that you your body doesn't get used to the same things all the time because as your body continuously experiences stuff in the exact same way, it gets used to it to the point that like, if you have been masturbating the same way for the entirety of your life, you're going to eventually get to a point where it takes longer to orgasm because yeah. your body's like, your body's like, okay, well, I know like, this is just how it goes. So it builds up. Like, I don't want to say a resistance. That's like a harsh word for it, but like your body gets used to it and things don't come as quickly as they do. So using sex toys, whether that's like with a partner or by yourself, it shakes up the variety. And that's why I'm also like, don't just have like one sex toy and like use that. Like, expand your collection to a lot of different things and a lot of different forms of stimulation like get suction toys get vibrators get dual stimulators do it all but like that way your body is always experiencing something new instead of just like the same old same old we don't always want the same old same old um and then like the last benefit is also like it's like this fun like exploration especially like if you were shopping for toys together with your partner like that's a whole date in itself like, if you're yeah. really struggling to be like, I don't know what to do for date night this month, like, we've done everything that we can within the parameters of, like, where we live and a pandemic and blah, blah, blah. Cool. Plan a date and go buy a new sex toy at the sex shop. One, there's new toys put out, like, every damn day. Two, it can be real exciting and also, like, get you creatively thinking about fun things y'all could do together. With or without sex toys, you could just like, ooh, actually, I was at the sex shop and I was looking through this position book and I took a picture of it and like, we could do this when we get home. You can, it becomes this fun thing that's not just like, oh, well, I ordered it on Amazon. I guess we'll see if I like it. No, make it a date night. Go to your local sex shop, talk to people there, get their recommendations. Like, there's so much more to it than just like, oh, I ordered this thing off of Amazon because somebody talked about it on TikTok one time. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And I think that, like, you know, sometimes people are embarrassed about, like, the sex store shopping experience or they feel, like, awkward or just little. I go in there all the time and I'm looking around, like, seeing people's faces, like, what you scared of? Come on in, you know? So there's just a huge stigma in itself there. But I also see a lot of couples in there all the time. They look like they're having a great little Friday night, Saturday night, whatever it is. So great recommendation. Get y'all a date to the sex store. Make it yeah. a surprise if you want. Hop in the car. We got somewhere to go. <laughs> we, got no, we got an appointment with an important man. Like, just use something, you know? Yes. Um, yes, I'll definitely agree. And then also you spoke about the combos. My favorite thing to say is the combo is undefeated. Whether you are, you know, having sex penetratively or whatever you're doing, like that vibe combo with dick, with whatever it is, is it can take you to the next level. So, like you said, never think of it like as a lack of, but more so, you know, adding an additional bonus for your experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you think that there are any negative benefits or negative things that happen from using a sex toy? There can be, of course. Um, I think like the biggest one is if you become, if you get to a point where you're like, 
well, I'll just use a toy on them rather than doing anything else because like, it's easy. Like if you know for a fact, like using a toy on your partner will get them there and you're like, I just want to get this over with. One, maybe reevaluate your relationship. But two, also reevaluate if you're wanting to engage in sex when you're engaging in sex. Like, right. No, though you're in a relationship, you can say no. Like, you still have the ability and the autonomy and the right to tell somebody, no, I don't want to have sex right now. And that should not be, that should not lead to any type of, like, not okayness in your relationship. If it does, we might need to. Yeah. Um, but if you're, if, like, a negative can be like, okay, well, my partner just always uses my toys on me instead of like actually engaging with me in different ways. Yeah, that can definitely hurt a relationship, especially if you're like asking for what you want from them and being like, oh, actually, instead of you using that toy tonight, I'd rather you just go down on me or whatever it is. If there's like a resistance to not use them and eat when you're asking for it, then like that can be a negative. Another negative can just be like, um, like the jealousy aspect, which like jealousy is common in like, every aspect of our lives and it's only we're human like that's just the truth of the matter so like if it becomes a point where they're starting to get jealous of toys like that can be a negative um which just means that y'all need to have a conversation with each other like sit down and be like okay so what's got you feeling this way because i guarantee you there are some underlying causes and it's not actually the toy it is not the toy yeah. there's something else happening and they are not being they have struggled to articulate that with you yeah i completely agree most definitely. Okay, Javay, so how freaking to, like, a lot of people don't have know how to have conversations with their partner, even about, like, changing up their sexual routine or just suggesting something that would bring them more pleasure. So if you have a partner that feels intimidated by a sex toy or if you have a partner that um, has never used one before or has already told you they do not want to use them, what do we need that for? I'm not about to be in competition. Like, what the heck? What can they do? What do you advise? So I always advise to use social media as like your like starting point for conversation. Like they, here we are, two sex educators that got social media platforms. Like there's so much out information out there. So you can literally just go on Instagram and just DM it straight to your partner and be like, oh, this is like so cool. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, how would you feel about using a bullet together? Whatever it is. But like, I feel like a lot of the reason people are so hesitant is because we don't have the not everybody has the skills or the language to be like, okay, this is what I want. So using the language that somebody else wrote is like the yeah. best, easiest starting point, starting point. Also, if they don't immediately react the way you want, you know how quick and easy it is to be like, LOL, I just want to see how you react to this. Like, I don't <laughs> encourage you to like backpedal your true feelings, but if it gets to that point, you, you have the cover of social media to be a guise if you need it. Um, but using social media to be the starting of your conversation, if you don't feel like you're the most comfortable or you have the language to actually do it. And then if you are someone that's like, I'm totally fine bringing whatever topic to my partner with, how do I begin? You literally start not in the bedroom. That is always my biggest thing. Don't yeah, have this conversation in the bedroom yep. because whatever energy you create around it, you don't want that lingering if it doesn't go the way you want it. You don't need to be in the bedroom, in bed, talking about, like, I want you to use a vibrator on me. They get a little defensive, and they're like, what, you don't think I'm doing thing good for you? <laughs> you don't. And y'all got to go to sleep right there. Yeah. Like, no. So have it somewhere else. Um, and just be like, hey, I think that it'd be really fun if we introduced sex toys into our play. I think it would, like, add a little, like, something extra to it. Like, what we got is good, but I don't think that we couldn't, like, kick it up a notch and do some wilder stuff together. 
definitely like validate them and let them know like I enjoy what we're doing if that's true don't be out here lying and stroking right. the ego if it ain't really leave, good y'all leave that we left in 2020 when sex on the table started please like, we don't like, do that no more we're not lying on orgasms we're not lying on pleasure or enjoyment or experiences just tell the truth straight up that's the only way it's gonna get better um so mm-hmm. like validate them as long as it's good and let them know like hey I love like what we're doing I would just like to explore some other avenues like experiment with some different things like literally like throw it into a role play situation if you're like I want to do it in that way like be like you know what I was thinking that I could be a mad scientist (laughs) or I could be Frankenstein and you're the mad scientist and you're gonna bring me to life with vibrators that's an idea Y'all need a DM Javet if y'all need some spicing up in the life. Cause I'm telling you, my I, my brain is I'll come up with a lot of stuff, but I ain't never thought about no. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Javet. <laughs> that is a good idea. And also, even with that, just like using social media or sending things to your partner as like a form of foreplay, right? Like, how sexy is it if, like, you know, you send them, like, you know, drop this. When you get home, you already know what time it is. Like, this is the position I want to be in. I'll be waiting for you on the left side of the bed. Like, you know? (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that's a matter of foreplay and just adding excitement into your relationship. Like, the anticipation builds all day. I'm a visual person. I can imagine. I can be in my head all day. So, you know, if that's happening to me, like, I'm just like, wow, okay. So now I'm picturing it. Like, I'm getting hot. Like, when is this clock running up so I can go home? Yes. So... That's also just a a way of how to do it. But, you know, keeping things spontaneous and exciting and just finding different things that work for you and your partner. And it also helps to get you more comfortable having conversations. The more regularly you're sending them, like, sex-related, like, social media posts, the easier it is when you're just together and a thought pops in your head. You'll be like, oh, my gosh, you know what? What if we actually put ice cubes on, like, waterproof bedding and then had cold sex that way. Like, Kill me with these ideas, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like really enhance the yeah. temperature play. Like yeah, two yeah. sets of waterproof seats, and then yeah. uh, in between you got the ice. But like you could, you're gonna get more comfortable actually just like sharing these thoughts as they pop up, rather than being like, "Is this the right time?" Like I don't know how to tell them. Like are they gonna think this weird? Also, the more you send it, the more they'll see what you're into, and then you don't have to worry if somebody's like, "Oh, is this weird?" Like. I'm sorry, are you, did you not send them that on Instagram? I think they already know that you about it. Like, they saw the tweet. Like, it's cool. You could talk about it. And if you can't, once again, maybe reevaluate some things. <laughs> for sure. Um, oh, okay. And last thing, last point, last question for you. Um, we've talked a lot about, like, partner play and introducing sex toys into that. Um, but I know everybody's not partnered out there, and y'all can still use sex toys as well. So I just wanted to get a little n- nugget from you, Javeo. How do you think if you've never used sex toys before, how can you start incorporating it, or how can you explore with that? Um, start with whatever form of stimulation you already know you like. So if you have been acoustically masturbating, self-pleasuring all your life, and you're like, okay, well, like in my case, I have a vulva. So I'm like, all right, I know that clitoral stimulation mixed with a little bit of penetration is like chef's kiss for me. (laughs) I would go to a dual stimulator. I would look for something that stimulates the clitoris and does vaginal insertion at the same time. Um, But if you're somebody that's like, no, I've always just enjoyed like oral sex. Like I love it when somebody is licking the clit, 
go for a suction toy. So pay attention to what it is you already know you enjoy and start there. Don't try and come out the gate and just get something super random that you've never ever thought about or even like tried to manually stimulate yourself in that way. Because sex toys aren't investment. They cost money. Don't be out here just buying things because somebody told you like, oh, this one's cool. No, no. Yeah. That has to make sure it works for you. We all don't like the same things. So mm-hmm. you cannot always take recommendations from Jesse and Sam and everybody because they might, who knows what they enjoy in the bedroom. It might not be anywhere near what you like. So don't just take people's recommendations at face value. Pay attention to what you enjoy and then go from there. Um, But also start off with like gentler things. It's like very popular to like be like, oh, this is so powerful. If you don't naturally put vibration <laughs> and other forms of stimulation on your body, don't be getting the most powerful thing. Yeah. You're you going to run from it. Like them freaking like Amazon reviews. It's like I, my soul left my body and I was like on the floor, like, <laughs> right, like wiggling around and like I was crying. It was good, but I was crying. Like t- work your way up. You ain't got to start You're at the highest. With it. <laughs> oh my God. Jimmy, this has been really amazing. I appreciate you so much for all your tidbits of information and um, my last question for you is if you haven't really been paying attention in the podcast today or whatever the case you got a little distracted like how can we sum up this episode for our listeners what are the what's the most important thing you think they need to take away most important thing sex toys are a great addition to a relationship they are not gonna hurt or hinder anything they can honestly bring you and your partner closer um, if you aren't in a relationship, but you want to start using sex toys, start with the basics and work your way up off of what you like. Don't just take people's recommendations at face value. And if you are someone that's like, won't need sex toys, I got, I can do, I, I got it. Stop. 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 <laughs> you don't got it. Let it have them with you. Yes. I hate it. Oh, I hate that. Okay. Yeah. So we're just going to end it right there. But, okay, so where can they find you again? Give yourself another shout-out. Let them know all the Instagram and social credentials. Yes. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at TikTok at Millennial Sexpert, on Twitter at Dr. Ethan, F is in Frank, and is in Nancy, Sex Ed. Um, and then on YouTube, just search Javeda Bay. You can find me. Uh, so I have a website, themillennialsexpert.com. All those places, um, yes. And then if you find me, you can DM me, email me. Always happy to answer any questions. But yeah. Thank you so much. Um, and if you guys want to get started on some sex toys, you know, we sell sex toys. So you can check us out at sexonthetable.co. Um, and if you have ever have any questions about any of our toys, shoot us a DM and we will answer them for you. But Javay, thank you so much. This was a great episode. Um, And yeah, I'm excited. Till next time. Thank you. In the next episode, we're going to continue to create a blueprint for healthy millennial relationships. Thank you for listening to us and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore sex on the table.